The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Holly, do you too? He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say Menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. Welcome to Living the Aloha Life. 
Podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the Poor Man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. And today we're going to be doing Hawaii Views That Don't Suck. Thank you to Christy. Yeah, <laughs> we just came into Kali Buds, uh, Take It Easy, and Kali has been around for a long time, just like Oceans, but man, his albums are unbelievable, and that was Take It Easy, and that is a newer song of his, and he's been around since, shoots, I don't know, the... 2005 2007 something like that so i've been listening to him for a very long time and i love his reggae awesome it's one of he's one of the best reggae artists out there yeah that's white (laughs) 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 okay so we're gonna quickly go listen to an audio file that a listener had dropped and then we'll be right back yeah we love getting them all right let's get some more please yes all right we'll be right back hello my name is Arabelle Di Crescenzo. I live in New Jersey, and my husband is born and raised in Italy. Um, I'm enjoying your podcast a lot. Um, I've been to Hawaii vacation two times. I just wanted to tell you, you know, you talk about not getting a good pizza in uh, Hawaii. Well, um, on our trip uh, this summer to the Big Island, we enjoyed very much the pizza at Cafe Pesto in Hilo. And it was absolutely delicious. Um, so I highly recommend it. I actually had a pizza and they had a bit of Caesar salad on top, which I, you know, it sounds strange, but it was amazing. And uh, they also have a regular like margarita and things like that. Uh, thank you so much. Bye. All right. So that just came in from Arabelle. Yeah. And because we had been talking about. Italian pizza and just pizza and Hawaiian general that, that do suck. <laughs> I think I need to clarify too because I probably wasn't clear in that podcast that she's responding to. Okay. Um, I, it's not necessarily that the pizza sucks. It's just that I love New York style pizza. And, and I, I like compare, Boston style pizza. Right. And I compare everything to New York style pizza. And I don't think I clarified that I just can't find good New York style pizza. There is actually good pizza here. Do you think it's really good pizza? Like, well, I don't... Not up to my standards. Yeah, it's not up to my standards <laughs> either. You can get decent, pretty good pizza, but not the way I remember it back home. It's from not back the same, east. but yeah. that doesn't mean it's not good. And I right. should have clarified that. Now, from her name and everything, she sounds Italian. She's from Jersey, so I'm assuming she knows some things about pizza, right? Me too, Arabelle. Yeah, so she's recommending Cafe Pesto, and that is over in Hilo Bay. Uh, we looked up some ratings for that. It does have a rating of 4 out of 5 on Yelp. It has a rating of 4.1 on Open Table, And it has a rating of 4.4 on TripAdvisor. So not bad. Cafe Pesto. I will definitely. On Big Island. Yeah, we'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. So I looked up the best Italian pizza on Oahu. And this is what I found. And let's go over these real quick. The first one. Yeah. Uh, you said 4.8 rating. It's Little G Cafe. I have been dying to try this place because every Sunday they offer $1 slices of pizza. It's in town. I don't know how they do that. Well, they don't. They obviously take a huge hit from it, but they do it because they know that locals really struggle here and they want to do something special for locals. I, is this those guys? I did hear about I these I tagged people. you on their Instagram right, account. Right, Okay, I've we got to definitely get down Yeah, there. they only do it to help locals and I really want to support them and I, I've never eaten there. So what happens if you were to get like four slices? Is that four dollars or is it like so after one slice it goes up? I should clarify the one dollar slices are just cheese. Oh okay well that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But yeah I think so. Okay good deal. And just on Sundays. 
Just on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 4.6 goes to Rapetti's Pizza, which... Is in Hawaii Kai. It just opened up a little bit ago over here. I don't want to really say anything bad about them because they just opened up, but I'm not really into their Italian. So the pizza I, was the best thing they had. I like them. We doesn't like them too much. I do. They have an eggplant parm sub that like so reminds me of New Jersey, except it's way smaller. <laughs> See, for me, if I'm going to go into an Italian restaurant... And it, 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 they just can't, obviously, they can't uh, add up to my great-grandmother, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And, and my grandmother, that's just the way it is. But I need to be really wowed if I go to a, an Italian place. And I'm like, holy effing, this is amazing. If it's not like that, then my grandmother's is always better, you know? So it's just the way it is. So what I'll say about <laughs> Rapetti's, I yeah. think the flavor is so good. And especially with their pizza, it reminds me of the flavor of New York pizza. And I'm so sorry I compare everything to New York pizza, but I just love it so much. And yeah. it's it's just, it's not the same though. The slices are really small compared to New York pizza. You can't fold it in half like you could fold New York pizza. But the flavor yeah. is there. It's like the closest flavor I found here in Hawaii. Uh, I know we're just talking about pizza, but when it comes to meatballs and other items like that, their meatballs are flavorless. That's interesting. So it's kind of bizarre because I can't have a meatball without like a great, a lot of flavor, like whether it's Parmesan cheese in there or basil or parsley, I need to, or garlic, I need to taste all that. And and I didn't taste anything in their meatballs. So their pizza is the best thing there. So the cool thing about this family that opened up Rapetti's is they are supposedly from New Jersey. (laughs) So I was so excited to try it. Jeez. Okay, next is 4.5 at Bob's Pizzeria. Now they're really good in Kailua. Everybody knows them. We love Bob's. That's my favorite pizza. But it's not New York pizza, but it's good. That's what I'm saying. It's like Boston style pizza. Yeah, it's like Boston style pizza. Uh, 4.5 Brick Fire Tavern. Haven't heard of them. Haven't been there. My friends just went there last night. Did they enjoy <laughs> it? Did they enjoy yeah, it? Yeah. They oh. Okay. I don't know what kind of pizza it is. Uh, 4.4 Aroma Italia. So we haven't been there either. No, I don't even know where that is. Me neither. Uh, 4.4 La Pizza Rina. Nope, don't know. Okay, well, those are the so supposedly the best ones on Oahu. Well, so we, we have a lot to check out. Yeah, we need to try them. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get right into this podcast and we're going to start talking about Kauai first. Just places that don't suck on each island. Now, obviously, some of these... Views pl- that don't suck. Views that don't suck. You know, a lot of these places, you go. some of them you might have heard of, especially when we get to Oahu. Oh, yeah. But they are places. Now, do we have? did we end up doing Diamond Head on our Oahu one? No. Okay, so that is actually a Beautiful. good view, but it's would it be in our list? So, Diamond Head, because when you get to the top, yeah. it is... A stunning panoramic view. Yeah. I had it on the list and then I pulled it off because we had to condense it. I had too many on the list. Yeah. What do we do? Like a under 10, about about 7 to 10 on yeah, each one? Yeah, yeah. We could do 20, 30 on each one. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Okay. So, you want to do Kauai? You want to go in between? What do you want to do? We can just bounce back and forth. But do you want to explain where this podcast came from? And give a shout out to Christy real quick. Yeah. So, Christy was on Maui. Yeah. And she was vacationing with her family. Over there. Yeah, and I think it was like her last day. She said, well, this view doesn't suck. You know what I mean? And, I was like, and then I started thinking, <laughs> you know, let's do a podcast about, you know. Views that don't suck. Views that don't suck in Hawaii. Yeah, it makes sense. Idea. Yeah. So All that's right. where it came from. Yep. All right, so let's get started with Kauai. All right. So number one, we have Hanalei Valley Lookout, and this viewpoint offers a stunning view of the lush Hanalei Valley and its taro fields. It's one of the most photographed lookouts in all of Hawaii, and 
The Hanalei Valley is an enchanted site that includes countless waterfalls, rainbows, fields of taro. It's set against the backdrop of the Namalukama Mountain. I hope I said that right. Damn. Uh, Why is it that I've never heard of that before in my life? I've never heard of the actual name. Holy yeah. Moly. But anyway, it's just one of the most beautiful lookouts that you can drive up to and just pull off yeah. at. And yeah, it's stunning. Awesome. Waimea Canyon. Waimea Canyon is a spectacular destination for the uh, for its scenic beauty. Known as the Grand Canyon of the Pacific, it offers multiple drive-up uh, lookouts, uh, vantage points, hikes, and waterfalls. The road winding through Waimea Canyon is one of the most scenic roads on the island, and it's uh, 26 miles of scenic drive to go up and back. It's a round trip. Yeah, so then we have a couple of lookouts within the Waimea Canyon that we wanted to specifically talk about. And that's funny because that reminds me of when we get to Maui, I assume Hana, uh, Road to Hana is on there, but do we break down like the places that are along Hana? Because it's kind of like this. It reminds me of this. Because there's too many. Right, isn't Whereas there? Whereas this, there's only a few really famous lookouts. Yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. So it was kind of different. The Road to Hana, that would have been all day. Yeah, that would have taken up a whole... We could do a Road to Hana podcast. Exactly. Maybe we may think about doing that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. All right, we right should. on. All right, so first we have Kokei State Park. It's adjacent to Waimea Canyon State Park. The two running together essentially form one big park. So Kokei includes a myriad of hiking trails to explore, as well as a natural history museum, a restaurant, lodge, and a campground. That's great. Waimea Canyon Lookout, mile marker 10. This is the main viewing area for the canyon, and it's offering panoramic views, allowing you to go right up to the rim. This should be the first lookout you visit, not only because it's the first one you come to, but because it gives you the most expansive view of the canyon. Yeah, and then we have Pu'u Hina Hina Lookout, which is mile marker 13.5. This is beautiful. Yeah, this one's stunning. Yeah. A few miles down the road is the Pu'u Hina Hina Lookout, and it peers down into the canyon and gives you a parallel perspective, whereas Waimea Canyon Lookout gives you a perpendicular view. Hmm. So it's different vantage points, yes, different viewpoints. Yes. From Pu'u Hina Hina, you can see how the Waimea river winds its way through the canyon the view from this angle will give you a good sense of the height and steepness of the canyon's walls beautiful beautiful kalalau lookout mile marker 18 the view of the kalalau lookout showcases the tall cliffs of the nepali coast and the ocean along the northwest coast of Kauai. kalalau valley is the infamous destination of the 11 mile kalalau trail which begins on the north shore of kii beach yeah, that's another really stunning one. Beautiful. And, and then we have Pu'u Okila at mile marker 19. At the end of the road is Pu'u Okila, which provides another vantage point of the Nepali coast and Kalalau Valley. Now, this one's stunning too, but because it's all the way at the end, by the time you get there, it's a little later in the day. Yeah. It tends to be overcast and it can be raining and just a little harder to actually see the view. Mm. You kind of have to catch it right, timing right. wise. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, next is... Kilauea Lighthouse. Kilauea Point National Wildlife Refuge was established in 1890, 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a long time ago. 1985 by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Uh, it's marked by its towering lighthouse, the historic lighthouse off of views of the Pacific Ocean and surrounding coastline. The ocean cliffs and tall grassy slopes of a dormant volcano provides a protective breeding ground for many of Hawaiian seabirds. It was also one of the few locations where you can observe the ah, which is the red-footed booby, the, the mole, which is the uh, albatross, mm -hmm. and the let's see this uaukani 
wedge-tailed shearbird, among other Kauai's wildlife in their natural habitat. The coastal front also provides a safe haven for the endangered oh boy. Elio. That's a monk seal. That's what its name is? Why is it that I've never known the name of the monk seal? Elio Holoikauana. <laughs> I don't know that either. That is the monk, name of the monk seal. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. I know. The honu, which is the green sea turtle, and the kohola, which is the humpback whale. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of embarrassed that I've never heard and never seen the name of the monk seal. I wonder why that is. Well, it's a hard one. So that is a really... Uh, no one has ever, ever, ever said that name to me. Well, that's why, because it's really hard. Holy <laughs> moly. So, interestingly, when I was researching this, I didn't know about Kilauea Lighthouse. You need reservations now. Oh, jeez. I know. Oh, I'm not surprised, though. Everything is needing reservations now that's popular. So next <coughs> up, we have Polihale State Park. This is on the west side, and this park offers views of the remote wild west side of Kauai, including a scenic beach and the Nepali cliffs in the distance. While it's more challenging to access than many other beaches, Polihale State Park is a great location if you're looking for a place with less people, if you want to get away. Yeah. Um, I will say, oh, I have this in here, but you do need four-wheel drive. This is, I remember the first time I did a Nepali boat tour, mm -hmm. and the captain pointed out all the people stuck on this beach because they didn't have four-wheel <laughs> drive, and they were trying to, like, drive on it. Good and grief. he was like, this happens every day. They have to get towed, and it's so expensive. Those damn howlies. And you're not you're not allowed <laughs> to take most rental cars to this beach so you do have to be careful right the right. beach is accessed via a rough five mile road so you do need like i said the four-wheel drive yeah the beach has large sand dunes some that may reach a hundred feet high Damn. swimming is safe only at the queen's pond because of the strong currents and rip currents and due to it being more more than secluded, Poli Hale State Park can be a good camping location. You do need a permit, however, to camp. Mm, yeah. I forget how long this beach is, but it is a lot of miles long. It is huge, expansive beach yeah, on the west side. Been and to it's that beach. Stunning. Been out there with a jeep. You need a jeep. You need bigger than the normal 33 tires too. So <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's huge. You actually, when you get out there, you're like, where does this beach end? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Queen's Bath, the Queen's Bath, located on the north shore of Kauai, around uh, Princeville area. It's a beautiful spot to hike to. This natural tidal pool, surrounded by cliffs, and provides a breathtaking view of the ocean and nearby coastline. During the summer months, the pool is calm and accessible. But do not try to go here in the wintertime and get too close to the hole because you know what happens there. We should mention Problems, dangerous. a lot of memorials there because a lot of you'll people, see them. A lot of people have died in the winter. Don't don't try it in yeah, the winter. You'll, yeah, you'll see them there for sure. Yeah. We All right. So we have K.A. Beach. All right. K.A. Beach is located at the end of the road and is the furthest you can drive up on the North Shore. K.A. is a protected, it's protected by the reef and it makes it a safe place for snorkeling and swimming. It is also the beginning of the Nepali coast and the Kalalau Trail. This special spot is beautiful at sunset. During the summer months, the water can be as calm and clear as a swimming pool, but of course, just like the other beaches, it's dangerous in the winter. This beach provides a stunning view of Nepali coast and its cliffs, as well as a great spot for snorkeling and swimming in the summer. I swear that's the that's way at the end, and that's near well in the woods right there. There's a huge uh, sacred heiau, I believe. I remember when I've gone there. 
Yeah, there could be. I yeah, I think remember. there is a huge te- uh, heiau, a Hawaiian temple back there. So that's like a beautiful place. It's one of the best places to snorkel on the island. I'm trying to remember. Is this the beach where Peter and Joey and his wife stayed? Oh, man. Um, so you guys shoots, will have to let us I know. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. It might have been. Yeah, I think it might yeah. have been, too. Kalalau Beach. Kalalau Beach is stunning with its rugged coastlines, white sand, blue water, waterfalls, and glorious sunsets. It lies at the end of the 11-mile Kalalau Trail in Kauai's North Shore. The trail is one of the most difficult uh, difficult in the Hawaiian Islands, which limits visitors uh, to the beach. The beach is accessible on foot or by boat only. The trail begins right after Ka Beach and has extreme inclines and declines and narrow footpaths, especially between the dreaded 6.5 to 8 miles. The crawler's ledge. <laughs> yeah, the... Um, you're not getting to this unless you do that trail. Yeah, I mean, or f- or on the boat. Or on the boat. So That's the it. whole entire trail is stunningly beautiful. But when you get to the Kalalau Beach, I mean, it's this white sand beach with blue water, waterfall, the stunning Nepali coast. Well, this is your payoff for doing the hike. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. So very few people, unless you've done the hike, you got to pay that money to go on the boat and go directly to that beach. So that's the only two ways you can do this. So just, you know, Joe Shimo isn't going to be doing seeing yeah. this beach. It's very special if you ever want to do it. Yeah. It's a blessing. All right. So let's go take a quick break. We'll be back and we'll start going on Oahu. Okay. Places that don't suck. <laughs> no, not places. Views. Views. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we're back. All right. You want to start this one off? This is your favorite. This is one of my favorites on Oahu. We yep. have Stairway to Heaven. We're not telling you to do it. We're just talking about it, that the views don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, technically mm. called the Haiku Stairs. Yeah. So we have 3,922 steps across the Ko'olau mountain range that lead to easily the best views on Oahu. I couldn't agree more. This mm. hike is illegal, and you can come out with a $700 or more fine if you are caught. There th- I thought they were just giving out $1,000 fines now. So I think, yeah, I mean, they were during COVID. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it's right now. Hmm. The hike is, it's a steep path to an old radio tower at the top of the Kalalau. I just said Kalalau. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. I get those two mixed up sometimes. <laughs> you are also able to access the stairs by hiking Manalua Middle Ridge. So that's the back way, which is technically legal until you get to the top. Once you get to the top, the stairs are off limits. They are illegal. And obviously, if you the the back way is very long, very grueling. It's much more difficult. I, I've done it. It yeah. was it probably took us like over eight hours to do. <laughs> yeah, I went I went the back way, but I went up a different way, which brings you to the stairway to hell which is a really bad version of Stairway to Heaven. It's dilapidating, it's falling apart, it's rusted, they haven't redone it because the Stairway to Heaven was redone in like um, 1989. So if you were to go up the wrong ridge instead of Mauna Middle Ridge and go up to the one next to it, it begins with a K, and plan on getting up to, uh, what you call it, Stairway to Heaven, Mm -hmm. do not do that. It's super dangerous. There's a saddle right there that a lot of people fall off of. So just be very careful if you do end up doing it the back way. Don't go the wrong way. Don't go the wrong way. Yeah. Don't go up the wrong wit ridge that begins with a K. Yeah, that other ridge that, that you did. That takes you to the stairway to hell. Yeah, that's a very deadly 
Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the views from here are like none other. And especially because we are up so high in that area, it tends to be like cloud covered and mysterious, <laughs> misty. And then all of a sudden it'll pass and you have like a perfect sunny yeah. view. And then the clouds come back and it's just, it's gorgeous. Uh, it just, yeah, it's amazing. Well, let's hope they never, let's hope they come to a solution to open it up with the uh, friends of uh, Haiku or whatever, you know. Yeah, and again, we're yeah. not we're not encouraging d- no. do, to do anything illegal. <laughs> no. But I mean, you know, it's so gorgeous. We had to mention it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Ho'omalohia Botanical Gardens. You can stroll or drive through these lush 400 acres in Windward, Oahu. Opened in 1982, this garden and Kaneohe features plants from major tropical regions around the world. There's many gorgeous spots to stop, but our favorite is the last pullover. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember too, but you can't go, you can't drive any further. And yeah. when you get to the end of the park, you park and walk out to those views. It's so and pretty. It's just, yeah, and you're literally right there at probably the most dangerous hike on Oahu, which is the Kali'i Saddle. You're literally looking at the Kali'i Saddle, which is like, looks like you're on a horse on its saddle. And right after the saddle, you can actually see the haiku. You know, like where the staircase is. Mm. And you can see the tower, the radio tower and everything from that viewpoint too. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty amazing. It's really beautiful. And yeah. there's like benches there you could sit and just... Yeah. But you can camp there for the weekend and you can go to the you can go to the pond, the, the, uh, the lake. You know, there's so many places that you can hike yeah, in that area too. Absolutely. And there's other viewpoints too that are beautiful. Yeah, but that one's our favorite. And yeah. you do need a permit to camp. Yes. Okay, next up we have the Polly Lookout. The scenic overlook offers a stunning view of the windward coast of Oahu, including the Ko'olau Mountains and Kaneohe Bay. The Pali Lookout is a site of deep historical significance. Named Pali, which means cliff in Hawaiian, the Pali Lookout is a site of the Battle of Nu'u'anu, where in 1795, King Kamehameha I won the struggle that finally united Oahu under his rule. This fierce battle claimed hundreds of soldiers' lives, many of which were forced off the Pali sheer cliff. Thousands. The Polly Lookout is also known for having strong and howling winds. Mm-hmm. Now, patron John was just here with his daughter, Kira, and they posted an amazing picture where her hair was like literally blowing straight up from the strong winds. It was really funny. There was a father right, <laughs> there was a father right next to them with a kid and like a carry-on right behind him. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> now, a crazy story is I heard that it can get so windy up there, especially lately, that someone, uh, sadly, wanted to kill himself. He jumped off and the wind pulled him back. Oh! <gasps> I didn't hear that. Yeah, and he fell back, and he said, "You know, it's not my time." Wow! I know that's how windy you can get up there. It can get oh like it can get gosh. like hurricane force winds up there. Definitely. Yeah, obviously this place is got to be on the list. It's not like a hard thing to get to or anything like that. But the views here are absolutely gorgeous, and uh, yeah, it's a view that doesn't suck. If you don't have a state ID, bring a couple dollars for parking. I yes, charge. yes, exactly. That yeah. costs money now to park too. Hanama Bay. The scenic bay offers excellent snorkeling opportunities and a view of the turquoise waters and lush vegetation of the windward coast. Hanama Bay is actually formed from a volcanic cone, a cylinder volcano, and after many years of uh, wave erosions cutting through the southeast wall of the cone, it finally collapsed. In the Hawaiian language, Hanu means bay and Uma means curved, so you can clearly see how Hanama Bay got its name. It is one of the most popular snorkeling spots on Oahu and because now 
it's more environmentally friendly because they close it several days a week. Mm-hmm. The reef has come back and the fish have come back because unfortunately, a lot of the vacationers that go there walk on the reef and destroy it. And now it's been given more time every week to regenerate and you do need reservations to go and there now. COVID helped it heal a lot. Well, essentially, yeah, for yeah. two years. Yeah. No, and, and I think that's how they learned. This was an event that you'll never be able to do again and just see what happens to the reef when nobody's on it. And it was so impressive that it came back 70% they started making reservations and started closing it two days a week. Yeah, so you do need reservations to go there now. It is just, it's, I mean, obviously one of the most touristy spots on Oahu, but it is beautiful. But it's controlled now. Yeah, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. The hike right above that, that's a great view if you can just start to do the Hanama Bay Rim and just take a shot with the sunrise coming up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do the beginning part. Yes, that is true as well. Gorgeous. Although, I don't know if that's legal. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, we're not recommending it. Okay. (laughs) Next up, we have Makapu'u Lighthouse Trail. Again, this is a very, very touristy one, but it's really pretty. But the good thing about this trail is that it's about 50% tourist, 50% locals. Because they go up there... kids they go up their dogs so and it's yeah so go ahead it's beautiful all right so this trail offers outstanding views of oahu's southeastern coastline including cocoa head and cocoa crater from the trail's destination at makapu'u head one is rewarded with magnificent views of the windward coast and offshore islets as well as the historic red-roofed makapu'u lighthouse built in 1909 which makes a it's a stunning picture against the deep blue water that i think that's like what does it for me the color of the water there over at makapu'u against like the lighthouse it's just so pretty yeah it's so want because it's, it's sandy bottom right there yeah and it just it's just so it's bright stunning. on a sunny day on a clear day you can see molokai and lanai in the distance yep. which is really cool mm-hmm. and in the winter it's a great spot for whale watching one of the best for whale watching mm-hmm. yeah all right kaneohe sandbar the kaneohe sandbar is a raised strip of land in the middle of the bay at high tide the water is just above the waist and at low tide the sand is completely exposed making it an island being uh out there is like a day on the beach except you're in the middle of the ocean <laughs> it's pretty cool yeah so you can get there by uh kayak and get there by boat you can get there on a paddleboard if you're really adventurous which I don't recommend that, but people, people have done do it before. It. People yeah. have done it before, yeah. It's one of my favorite, all-time favorite spots on the island. I need to get back there so badly. Yeah, this is one of those views that you can't get anywhere else except from being out on the sandbar. When you look yeah. back toward the island, those views are amazing. You can't get that any other it's way. so pretty. Yeah, it's kind of like the next one we're going to talk about. Chinaman's Hat. Yeah, this yeah. is another one that's just so special. Mm-hmm. The small island off the coast of Oahu offers a serene view of the Windward Coast and the nearby Ko'olau Mountains. The small island is located at the north end of Kaneohe Bay offshore of Ku'oloa Regional Park. Its real name is Mokali'i, which means little lizard in Hawaiian. It's often called Chinaman's hat because of its cone shape, which resembles the peasant's hat worn in rural China. Moloki'i Island has sea caves and two small beaches. One is in a secluded cove facing the ocean. So Chinaman's hat, you can, again, you can kayak there. Mm-hmm. You can you can paddleboard. It's a little, I mean, you're going to really want to check the current, especially Absolutely. maybe don't do it in the winter. Don't do it in the <laughs> do winter. Do it in the summer. But if you get over there, then you can hike up Chinaman's Hat too. Which isn't the safest. So it's, know what you're doing. 
it don't try to do it in slippers you need no, to have no. actual hiking shoes or yeah. boots um it's pretty steep but oh my gosh if you get up top there those views are just, just again one of my favorite on the island yeah because you're looking back at uh cool old ranch and those views from Chinaman's Hat can't be paralleled anywhere. It's so beautiful. Right. So once again, like the um, like the sandbar, when you look back at the main island, you can't get those views anywhere yes. else. Yes. They're very special. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've seen people being stupid and at low tide walking out there. Don't do that. Because you can't get back. Well, if you know the tide, I guess you could. But just don't do it because you may lose track of time and be enjoying yourself on the island and come back and it's too deep and you got to swim. Yeah. Minimal, minimal. Bring a paddleboard with, uh, bring it, bring something with you, like maybe a bodyboard, something. So if it gets too deep, you can swim back on that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to get into Maui. Okay. All right. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth and 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, Consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we're back with Maui. Hey, really quickly. What's up? I just feel like I should add something. With what? Oahu, one of my absolute favorite oh, views, but I didn't add it to the list because I just know that like it's dangerous for tourists and there's people. a million that i could add too i mean like literally <laughs> one of my favorite views of the whole island is the top of crouching lion well, i just wanted course. to add that it's gorgeous because it's uh was it the the bay there kahana, oh, yeah, bay. kahana bay kahana kahana bay is uh gorgeous overlooking from crouching lion but b uh, let's be honest you could do the uh lanikai pillboxes and that view with the sunrise coming over the mokes that's that's beautiful gorgeous it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, we didn't add that either. I mean, there's so many we could we add. We could add a bunch of, I mean, just being on the damn beach with its I sunrise know, with know. the two Moke Islands out front. We have, we could do I mean, But Crouching Lion is like probably number two for me, and Ma I just didn't add it to yeah. the list. Makua Beach, the view from Makua Beach mm, that's on the west side. Too. I know. It's there's endless. So many. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, there's just so many. <laughs> you can't. It is what it is. I mean, there's a million great views. All right, go into Maui. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Haleakala National Park. This park offers views of the vast volcanic crater on Mount Haleakala, as well as the panoramic views of the surrounding landscape at 10,023 feet above sea level. This dormant volcano is the stage for a breathtaking range of landscapes and skyscapes. Haleakala means house of the sun in Hawaiian. Many visitors wake up early to drive to the Haleakala Visitor Center, the best spot to watch what may be the most spectacular sunrise on Earth. As the sun peaks over the horizon, an ever-changing swirl of colors and light dance across the vast sea of clouds, a sign described by Mark Twain as the most sublime spectacle i have ever witnessed did you know that that he had watched the sunrise up there and wrote i do that? know he really loved hawaii i didn't know he wrote that about haleakala I didn't but know. that's pretty cool yeah, i didn't know perhaps just as impressive as haleakala's sunset in the bright starry skies revealed at night because you can be up there at night and it's absolutely gorgeous there's no light pollution there's no nothing 
And there's sunsets too. I've never been up there at night, but I've heard sunsets and stargazing. Well, a lot yeah. of people are doing the uh, the sunsets now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same. Probably but not. But you yeah. don't have to make a reservation. No, probably. at three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah, reservations if you want to watch the sunrise there. It was one of the coolest experiences of my. It's cold life. though. When I was up there, I believe it was 43 degrees. Oh yeah, same. I yeah, was definitely so wearing like a North Face yeah. winter coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But it's worth it, guys. It's really beautiful. Right on. All right, so next up we have Road to Hana. So I'm just going to read the um, description, but feel free to jump in with some of your favorites mm, if you mm. want to. It's a 64-mile stretch of road that starts in Kahului and ends in Kipahulu. Along this road, there are 620 curves and 59 bridges. One way. 46, uh, which are one way. Yeah. For most of the drive, it's a very narrow, kind of scary (laughs) road that winds through lush green forests. There's no straight sections to this drive. If you get carsick like me, take your Dramamine ahead of time. It's a horror show. (laughs) It is. Um, So just to point out, actually, do you want to go over some of your favorite sites along the way? Uh, I do you remember? remember? I can't remember. Okay, there's, literally, sure. there's literally a stop that you can stop at like every quarter quarter of a mile. And yeah, before oh, you there's know so it, many. That's why a lot of people decide to stay, you know, at the hotel. Hana. There's a hotel yeah. in Hana at the Yeah, end of the they route. decide to stay there because they can't do it all in one day. They need at least a weekend. And you don't want to get caught in this road in the dark. There's no <laughs> lights at night. Yeah. There's no lights at night. It's so super narrow. So every time a tour bus or another car comes and passes you, you one of you has to pull over. Well, I would say on, although there's plenty of stuff we're going to talk about Maui, the two main things that you must do is you want to do the Haleakala Sunrise and you want to do the Road to Hana. Agreed. And the Road to Hana, you may want to decide to stay there for two days and, you know, just kind of stay in Hana to see everything because you're going to miss some stuff. Yeah. No, for sure. I totally agree. And then you can go back the same way you came or you can go around... Well, you can go to the winery back there. Yeah, that's what and, I mean. Uh, like but you want to have a full—you want to have a four-wheel drive to get around all yeah. around the whole. Entire. Oh, that's true. You need four-wheel drive. Yes. Yeah, and, you, and the thing is, is when you rent when you rent those four-wheel drives, they're going to say, "Don't do that." <laughs> yeah. So really, get them from Toro. Rent your vehicle from Toro, and they usually have highly modified Jeeps that you can get already on Toro, and take one of those. Yeah. yeah. So just a couple highlights. There's obviously one of the most popular is the Black Sand Beach over there in the Road to Hana. Yeah. Um, there is, what are the pools? Where they have the Dragon right at uh, the Black Sand Beach. They have, and you need a oh, reservation. You need a reservation. Now that's so crazy because you're going to do the whole Road to Hana and you're going to get to the Black Sand Beach that you want to see and you're going to need a reservation for that. I know. You have to time yourself right because it's timed, right? It's not like for the day, is it? Uh, no, it's by the hours or something. Yeah, so if you don't get there in time, that's why I'm saying two days over there. Yeah, yeah or you yeah. could do a tour, I guess, and they take care of it for you. I yes, don't know. you could. You um, could. There's also, what are those pools? It's a seven pools or yeah, something, isn't pools. it, at the end? But yeah. s- sometimes they're closed, sometimes they're open, depending if the weather's been bad. And, but that's uh, amazing. Yes, but lately with the bad weather we've gotten, Maui's probably... Oh, the road to Hana is probably a mess right now. Oh, I'm sure it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. There's amazing hiking trails, but again, timing-wise, only if you're going to stay over. You don't time to hike otherwise. No, no, exactly. Um, beautiful rainbow eucalyptus trees everywhere, bamboo yep. forests. I mean, it's just really To different waterfall hikes, because oh. there's a lot of different waterfall hikes that you can do, and some of them are pretty close to the roadway. And some of them, some of the waterfalls you can actually see from the roadway, too. All right. Iao Needle, located in central Maui, just west of Wailuku. 
EO Valley State Park is a peaceful 4,000 acre, 10 mile long park that is home to the 1,200 foot EO Needle. This iconic green rock overlooks EO Stream. Aside from its natural tropical beauty, sacred EO Valley has great historical significance. It was here in 1790 at the Battle of Kipanivai that King Kamehameha I clashed with Maui's army in his quest to unite the islands. Even with Iao Needle serving as a lookout point, Kamehameha was able to approach and defeat Maui's forces in a ferocious battle that ultimately changed the course of Hawaiian history. Yeah, that's a historical site for sure. Yeah, they, I'm trying to think because I remember reading all about that battle. Supposedly this was the battle where King Kamehameha fought his brother and the river just, it was no longer a river, it was just a river of red. Oh my gosh. And they said the bodies were starting to pile up in the riverbed so badly that it created a dam of blood. Can you imagine that battle? No. So there was many bodies that were buried there, many bodies that had died there, and then also on top, the Maui chiefs, the elite of the tribes, were buried in the mountain range around the Needle. Mm. And if you don't know about how, we'll just go quickly (laughs) because... I know. (laughs) We want to give out information, right? The Alihi, which was the royal families, you know, when the chief died, he usually had one or two people with him that would, uh, after he passed away, he would go. One would be on the lookout, make sure nobody was watching, and the other one would go into the cave, bury the body, and then they would kill themselves. And sometimes the one watching would kill themselves too. Not always, but because that's how sacred this whole process was, and they didn't want them to find the bones of their chief. Wow. Because it could be used for mana purposes, you know. Go back. It's <laughs> crazy. L- listen stuff. to the other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that that is a great historical event that happened there because then Kamehameha moved to to do the Pali, right? Fight Pali. at the Pali. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so next up we have Honolulu Bay. Honolulu Bay on Maui's northwest shore is a favorite spot for experienced surfers during the winter high surf season. Honolulu has been known to have a hollow, powerful weave that allows them to have incredibly long surfing rides. Um, So the bluffs above the bay offer great vantage point for visitors to watch at a safe distance. Mm -hmm. And then however, during the summer, it's really calm and Honolulu Bay is a popular destination for snorkeling and scuba diving. I've never snorkeled there, but I've heard it's really beautiful. I have, I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. It's an absolutely gorgeous place to snorkel. But uh, it's kind of even more famous for the surfing in the winter. Yeah. 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 Beautiful place. McKenna State Park. McKenna Beach Park is one of Maui's signature beaches with white sands extending nearly a mile long. It is one of the largest undeveloped beaches in Maui. Nestled between two black lava outcroppings, McKenna offers protection from the trade winds and provides great views of the volcanic crater of Molokini and island of Ko'olawe. The area is divided into two beaches known as Big Beach and Little Beach. Big Beach is located south of Wailea and provides a secluded alternative to more crowded beaches on Maui. Little Beach also happens to be a nude beach. I've seen it nude. <laughs> and when the sun goes down, it's definitely nude. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it for that one. All right. Next All right. up, we have Kapalua Bay. Located on Maui's west coast, Kapalua Bay Beach is a gorgeous crescent-shaped beach that is popular year-round for its tranquil waters and beautiful sand. Two reefs protect the bay and offer outstanding snorkeling and scuba diving opportunities. All right, next we have uh, Nakalele. Is that right? Nakalele. Nakalele. 
uh, blowhole set on the island's northwestern coast. Uh, Nakalele blowhole is a natural geyser where seawater trapped in an underwater lava tube is searching for a way to escape. <laughs> Good grief. This natural blowhole provides a view of the crashing waves and the surrounding coast. Uh, Naka Lele blowhole in morning, there's often a rainbow that forms in the mist, and whales are often seen in the distance during and the winter. And there used to be yeah. this beautiful heart shaped rock there that. That's where that was? I think it collapsed a few years it ago. Did. So it actually wasn't a heart shaped rock. It was called that, but it was actually the opposite. It was like a heart shape carved within a rock. Oh, interesting. Like you could see. And right? it collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, so it's not there anymore. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been there, so yeah. I haven't been back there. Okay, so let's take our last break, and we'll be back to close this off with the Big Island. Okay. All right. Here at Hawaii Jeep and Specialty Tours, it's all about making the smallest footprint on our earth and educating our guests on how to preserve and protect our island home. It's about giving our guests the world treatment and an authentic local experience. We offer the most personal, private, and customizable Jeep tours on the Hawaiian Islands. If you'd like to book a Hawaii Jeep tour with us, please visit us at hawaiijeepandspecialtytours.com or call us at 808-755-9356. Mahalo, and see you down the road less traveled. All right, we're back. Let's get into the big island. What do we got? So this is... (laughs) A large one. <laughs> Hawaii Volcano National Park is huge. <laughs> but it's all, it's all under one, even though, again, there's multiple different Once again, b- spend, spots in s- here. Yeah, and spend, <laughs> spend the weekend over in Hilo and, you know, just visit. Go to, go to the volcano um, resort there. Yeah, yeah, the hotel. Yeah, the hotel, the it's volcano cool. hotel, and spend the weekend there. Yeah, totally. All <laughs> right, so this park offers views of the active volcanoes, Kilauea and Mauna Loa, as well as the volcanic landscapes of the park. The park is full of wildlife, including 47 endang- endangered species. The Crater Rim Drive is a 10.6-mile road that circles the Kilauea caldera, passing through the steam vents, and then there's the Jagger Museum there, which features volcanology. Is that a word? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, exhibits and a viewpoint outlooking the Halemaumau Crater. Thick ferns mark the entrance to the Thurston Lava Tube, which is actually called Nahuku, and that's really, really cool experience, yeah. too, to go see the lava tube there. <clears throat> the chain of craters road weaves over lava, and there's also 155 miles of trail to it's explore nuts. on foot. Yeah. It's going to take you more than a weekend. Oh my gosh, if you want to explore it all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mauna Kea Observatory. Mauna Kea Observatory is operated by the University of Hawaii and lies at an elevation of 13,796 feet atop the peak of Mauna Kea. This observatory offers views of the star-filled night sky as well as panoramic views of the surrounding landscapes during the day. This is a must-do up there. I want to go stargazing so bad. Just in winter. <laughs> in winter, you may not be able to because of all the snow they get up there. Actually, I would love to go check out the snow, too. I think that's so cool. Go I always talk about how my friends went sledding up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up we have Pololu Valley Lookout, and this is North Kahala. Mm-hmm. This scenic overlook offers inspiring views of the lush Pololu valley and its black sand beach as well as surrounding coastline and mountains horses graze on the hillside you can take a 25 minute hike down to the valley floor and the black sand beach although swimming is discouraged because of the strong currents yeah waipio valley lookout located Mm. yep Yep. Located along the Hamakua coast, the sacred Waipio Valley was the boyhood home of King Kamehameha I. 
and an important center for uh, political and religious life in Hawaii. This scenic lookout offers views of the lush Waipio Valley and its taro fields as well as the surrounding mountains and oceans. This valley is about one mile across and over five miles deep and surrounded by cliffs up to 2,000 feet high. This is my dream location to live. Same. It's so stunning. Oh, uh. I wish I could live in Waipio Valley. Mm. It's just limited in how many homes are there and how expensive they are because it's so limited. And very local. <laughs> oh, man. I dream of it. And, you know, they have the wild stallions in the valley there. It's so It's amazing. just beautiful. Yeah, and there's a waterfall way at the back of the valley, too. I know. Oh, man. I wish. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, back to reality. Yeah. Green Sand Beach. Papakolea. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah, pretty beach. good. Yep. Is a green sand beach located near a south point in the Ka'u district of the island of Hawaii. Like it to live is, there, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> it is one of only four green sand beaches in the world. That's pretty cool. Mm. This unique beach offers views of the emerald-colored sand and the surrounding coastline. It's not easy to get to. You're going to have to hike a few miles. Or, I don't know if they still do it, but locals used to offer pickup yeah. truck r rides for the charge like what 20 bucks i know when people are walking the, the uh four-wheelers will come by and go hey guys yeah. we're going to south point <laughs> want to go so you can off-road and stuff like that but there's some areas that are very sacred down there so you don't want to go in those areas you want to from that area you want to walk yes yeah yeah punalu'u black sand beach located in the southeastern um part of the Kau coast punalu'u black sand beach is one of the most famous black sand beaches in hawaii this scenic black sand beach offers views of the ocean and the nearby coastline although swimming isn't ideal this is a picnic area and resting facility so you can have lunch while you visit and see all the honu yeah. green hawaiian sea turtles on the black sand beach they're always out there yeah i remember you talking about that have you ever snorkeled in a black sand beach never there's like it's the most bizarre thing because it's dark <laughs> oh, that's it's true. like it's the weirdest thing to be swimming right off the coast there with the turtles because it's like you, it's almost like you can't see the bottom and it, you're so used to the rest of hawaii yeah snorkeling in other areas you snorkel here and it's just kind of spooky <laughs> so i actually don't like to snorkel in the black sand beach <laughs> i've never yeah. tried that's really interesting yeah yeah okay we have akaka falls state park at Akaka Falls State Park, located along the northeastern Hilo coast, you can see two gorgeous waterfalls on one short hike. The pleasant 0.4-mile uphill hike will take you through a lush rainforest, which is really beautiful, mm -hmm. filled with wild orchids, bamboo groves, draping ferns. As you follow the paved footpath, you'll see the 100-foot Kahuna Falls. Continue to follow the loop around the bend, and you'll discover the towering Akaka Falls, which plummets 442 feet into a stream-eroded gorge. It's really this is a, it's a big do. one. It's really beautiful. It's so massive, that waterfall. Yeah, and I can imagine with all the rain lately, it's probably going off right now. Yeah, if you're going to be on the Big Island, Rainbow Falls and Akaka Falls. Yeah, I didn't add Rainbow Falls, but that's They're another just beautiful, beautiful one. They're beautiful and yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up this podcast. Uh, we discussed uh, late last year that we intend to keep our free shows uh, around 45 minutes or so moving forward. So if you wish to hear ad-free, longer and more in-depth shows, please join us on Patreon and support our podcast so we continue to do what we love. And that's doing the Aloha Life podcast. Yes. All right, so we're going to close out with Kali Bud's Love and Reggae. And we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. All right, ready? Ready. Shoot! All right. Aloha. Aloha.
party me the inna the corner. Me have a drink inna me left and me right and have a spliff of marijuana. And when the bass line drop inna the rhythm, I feel wine up on a dance. Me just a wine to the rhythm and later you know what coming after. I tell you what, I don't know about you, but. I can only live my life one way. All I wanna do every day is smoke, drink, and love my girl to some reggae. I call her on the phone, tell her I'm coming up so get ready. I got some weed and a bottle of booze. All I wanna do is smoke. Connection from California. And when me reach, me reach, me touch down. You know it hot like a sauna. And the taxi driver want to talk me here like me no know about why. So when me reach, me out and me girl can say is what takes a long yeah. I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I can only live my life one way. All I wanna do every day is I just wanna smoke, drink, and love my girl to some reggae I call her on the phone, tell her I'm coming up so get ready I got some weed and a bottle of booze All I wanna do is smoke, drink, and my girl to some reggae All I wanna do every day is I just wanna smoke, drink, and love my girl to some reggae. I call her on the phone, tell her I'm coming up so get ready. I got some weed and a bottle of booze. All I wanna do is smoke, drink, and love my girl to some reggae. Speak of Allah, it's all the above. The, all the good, yeah? So let off is a right way range. Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous.
love you And I wanna take it higher I wanna get high With a little aloha I can touch the sky